The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. You are listening to Take 5 with Alex. My husband and I went on a little road trip yesterday and at one resort town we saw hundreds of wind charges. I don't even know if that's the correct name for them. Those giant fans that generate electricity that get stored in batteries. My husband made a joke saying that the wind is blowing because they put the fans on. That made me realize that although the fans are driven by the wind and the power of the wind is harnessed in this way to produce electricity, the wind can never be used up. It doesn't become less because it's being used. If I use eggs to bake a cake, my eggs become less and when they're in the cake they take on a different form, but eventually they are consumed and cease to exist. The wind doesn't change its form because it's being used. That is just like love. You don't have less love to give when you use it more. You don't have less love when you love more people. And the love of Jesus for us is especially precious and never-ending. John 13 verse 1 It was just before the Passover feast. Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he now showed them the full extent of his love. John 15 verse 9 As the Father has loved me, so I love you. Now remain in my love. John 15 verse 13 Greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. Romans 8 verse 35 Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? 2 Corinthians 5 verse 14 For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And 1 John 3 verse 16 This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. This last verse is very profound. How many of us are willing to lay down our lives for other Christians? We often don't even want to see the sunshine on our fellow Christians. How are we going to die for them? I look at how much jealousy and bickering and gossip is going on in most churches. I think we all need to look closely and think deeply about this verse. We take offense and we appropriate hurt feelings, but we forget that it's not about us. Of course our feelings matter and it isn't right when other Christians are miserable towards each other, but at the end of the day We have to wake up and realize that belonging to a church and being able to worship with other believers is a great privilege. There are people in many parts of the world who are not able to worship in freedom. Before Jesus left earth, he told us what to do. He told us to go to all nations and share the gospel. And Mark 16 verse 15 to 18, he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the good news. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. 
and these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. If we are doing what Jesus told us to do, we are going to start experiencing the joy of His love. The focus is going to be off our own feelings and concentrated on other people. There are so many people in our own communities who are hurting and who need the love of Jesus more than anything else in the world. What if we were supposed to tell them about Jesus and show them his love, but we didn't? What if we missed our mission because we were busy being offended and we forgot that Jesus loved us more than his own life? What if?